Hey, everybody. I'm your fancy boy host, James Danger, Jamesy Pooh, Jimmy D. If you so desire, the wife is at work, the children are at rest, and I thought once again, it'd be the perfect opportunity to sit in a dark room and talk to myself. That's right. But James, I'm here. Oh, it's like record timing with you. You just, you just got to throw a whole wrench in my system here, huh? James, what wrench? I don't use any hand tools. Yeah, but I bet you've used that hand as a tool. Oh, yeah! That's not funny, James. I think you should really think about it. My hand as a tool? James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Uh, <laughs> everybody, are you watching the Winter Olympics? How exciting! James, I'm watching the Olympics. <sighs> How come every time I hear your fucking voice, I just cringe? You know, I just the hairs on the back of my neck stick up. James, are you saying you don't appreciate my company? That's exactly what I'm saying. James, why would you say this to me with Valentine's Day just around the corner? You know what? I don't owe you anything for Valentine's Day. All right? You're not my Valentine. You'll never be my Valentine. Ever. You understand me? You don't have to be so mean about it. All right, fine. I'll get you some chocolates. Is that okay? Oh, James. I knew you cared. Okay. Get away from me. Go sit down. Yes, James. Uh, I'll 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 call you back when when I want when I want to talk to you. All right. Yes, James. Thank you. Okay. Are you guys watching the Winter Olympics? I said I was, James. Uh, okay. Come back really quick. I I want to be done with you, but let's hear what you got to say real quick. Thank you, James. I'm watching the figure skating, and I'm watching the downhill slopes. Wait, what's the downhill slopes? You know when they go down. Slopes on the downhill. You talking about the uh, the skiing? That's the one. <laughs> oh, man. All right, now I'm tired of you again. Get out of here. All right. Yeah, are you watching Winter Olympics, everybody? No, you're not. You know why? Because nobody cares. The Olympics are fucking retarded. Okay? What's I mean, what's the point? I can do this better than you can. <laughs> I can do it faster than you. I can jump higher than you. Want to see? Isn't it? <laughs> What's the point? I, I, I'm serious. It's to build up nation's pride and have people support their country. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like, it, it's just an excuse to say I'm better than, we're better than you. You know what I mean? I, I think it's retarded. And uh, I, I, I do not support the Olympics whatsoever. Now that you have my stand on that, I can move on. Okay. Did anyone see the Lego movie? Huh? I dug it. It was pretty good. I took my little kids, my little rugrats. We made a day of it. Me, the wife, and the kids. Dude, I go to the, uh, I go to the uh, ticket area. I just bypass all the people in the line, the, the, little, the, the douchebags behind the little counter. I go to the automated automated thing. But James, can I interject? <sighs> what do you want? Why are you supporting the robots in the workplace? Why wouldn't you support the real life human being workers? I see what you're saying, and I do appreciate your point. But at this particular time, the movie was about to start. And we had to get our asses in there, all right? Fair enough, James. Okay, are you done? Yes. All right, I'll wait for your next emotional outburst if you go sit over there. Sorry, James. So anyways, we go into the theater. Or, uh, sorry, we're buying the tickets at the little automated thing. And I put in, uh, you know, two adults, two kids. <laughs> and I tell my wife, let's just have my little boy's Jacob. He's four years old, but he's a large four years old. And uh, I, I say, let's just have him run in there. He can just run right underneath that 
that stupid nylon uh that uh what do you call that fucking thing how they how they have it tied off just walk right underneath it go towards the little video game section no one's ever gonna notice him there's too much going on she goes what about karma karma's gonna get us i was like uh fine i'll pay for him <laughs> it does work i've done it before I I have I, once I had my sister with me. She wasn't even like a small kid. She was like uh, fourteen or fifteen. I told her just walk in. <laughs> there was a guy collecting tickets. She just walked right past him, right past the family that was there in line, and no one even looked at her. With confidence, she just walked right past everybody. It was fucking awesome. And uh, one time I had my daughter. She just walked like I said right underneath that rope. To the video game section. No one even noticed her. So, uh, if you're hard on your, if you're hard on, on money, hard on, I just said hard on. Oh, I just said hard on. You did, James. I heard it. Of course you'd hear that. James, what are you implying? Nothing. So, uh, if you're down on your luck, if you want to go to the movies and you want to take your kid, but you don't have the money, just have them run in there. No one's going to notice. No one's going to care. And if you get caught, it'll be like, oh, my kid just, he doesn't know what he's doing. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, anyways, when I'm done entering the number of tickets that I want, it comes up to $39. 40 fucking dollars to go see a movie. That's crazy talk. Not to mention that before that, we did the... Uh, <laughs> We did the patented asshole move, but also cool guy move by going to 7-Eleven and picking up snacks and shoving him to my wife's oversized purse. That's right. We did that. And I'm, I'm proud of that. Okay. I will continue to do, to do that. If you are a smart, uh, cold-blooded American, <laughs> you'll do the same thing. And I know you do. Don't fucking lie. You want to go to the goddamn place and spend $25 extra on, on, on a nachos and one soda? So anyways, $39, that, that hurt. I, I cringed at that. Not to mention the, uh, the $10 that I spent on snacks. So that's already at 50 bucks right there. Okay? So then we go inside. We take our seats. We have decent seats. They're uh, pretty high. But it's fine. And I tell my wife, or my wife goes, I tell her, Oh, we forgot to get them something to drink because I know the kids every time. I'm thirsty. So she goes, why don't you go get them some, some waters and while you're down there, get us the soda that we can share. Does that sound nice? We can share the soda. I was like, fine. So I go down there and uh, <laughs> the guy's like, can I help you? Yeah, I'll take two waters and uh, give me... How, how big is your medium your medium soda? He shows me this enormous fucking cup. For only 50 cents, you can get a large. And uh, and you can get a free refill. And it's like, all right. Why don't you go ahead and give me that large, buddy? Go ahead and give me that large. <laughs> but James, you shouldn't be drinking so much soda. There was two of us sharing the cup. So I got that cherry Coke. I go back to my seat. And the movie starts after the 40 minutes of previews and the kids are getting antsy. I'm telling you, when it comes to a kid movie, you got to stop showing the fucking previews. Limit it to like two. All right? And just carry on with the show. These kids can't handle it. They can only sit still so long without making noises and fidgeting and all that shit. But once the movie starts and the lights go all out, you know, my kids were good. I cannot say the same for the rest of the fucking goddamn asshole kids in the theater. People bring babies. Ugh. There should be a strict no baby policy at the theater. I stand by that. Right? You can save your goddamn money. I don't want your business. You got a baby? Walk the other way. And uh, there was this asshole fucking kid behind me. Well, before I get to that, the movie sound was like too low. It sounded like the goddamn surround sound wasn't even on. And I'm like, I paid $40 for this. <laughs> The movie was awesome, though. It was really fucking... It was cool. Uh, it was different, the way they, the way it looked. 
the way they moved around and all that shit. And it was way different. Uh, it was a cool vibe. It was funny. Uh, and the ending, I didn't see it coming. Not the very ending. I'm going to say like the, they call it the third act. <laughs> Pretentious asshole. The third act. It was, uh, it was really cool. It threw a twist in there. I, I didn't see it coming. I'm not going to spoil nothing for you. I didn't see the ending coming. And uh, it was surprising and charming. And I dug it. But uh, the thing I want to get to before I talked about the shitty asshole kids again is there's a song in the movie. Nah, you know, I'll say that. I'll, I'll do that shit afterwards. So these kids also behind me, he's like right. He's sitting all the way forward where his head is like right above me and he's hanging onto my seat. And he's like mimicking whatever the characters are saying. So you're hearing like, da, 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 and the kid's like, and the fucking asshole parents don't say anything. They don't do anything. They don't say, sorry, Johnny, sit back down. Don't bother the nice man up there. They don't say, shh. They don't say, keep quiet. People are trying to watch this movie. Nothing. Nothing. And my wife, she's getting pissed off and she does that. <laughs> she has the balls to be the shusher. She, she like, you know, looks back, cocks her head, three quarters. Shh. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, sometimes my wife is my fucking hero. The shit she'll do. James, are you too scared to do the same thing? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying she took initiative and she just, she, she jumped right into action there. And I like that. I fancy that. And so, uh, yeah, okay, let's get back to this. Ah, uh, oh, the asshole kids, man. No, let me just wrap up the fucking movie, all right? The, the experience before I talk about these lesbos. So, uh, that's right, lesbos. So, after the movie's over, we didn't hear a lot of the jokes and shit because these asshole kids are, are making noises and babies crying and all this nonsense. But I did enjoy it from what I saw. But uh, I, I, I'm walking out, or we actually stay because Peterson, I heard him say, or I saw him say on Facebook, oh, there's a, an after the credits thing. It wasn't after the credits, Peterson. It was like during the credits. It was the Batman song. I was expecting something cool, dude. Ugh. Waited the whole time for nothing. <laughs> so while we're sitting there waiting, everyone's leaving. Um, I was like, God damn, $40. I just said that. And she goes, let's complain. Let's complain. And I was like, you, eh, you want to? She's like, yeah. I said, the sound was low. And I was like, yeah, yeah. $40 for low sound. I don't think so. So she's getting me all pumped up, right? So we walk out. Or we're walking out. I kind of bitch out. It's like, hey, uh, you're going to say it, right? She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's better coming from a woman. It's better coming from a woman. If they hear a woman complaining, they're, they're more likely to do something positive than if, I'm, if I go up there. So we go up to this, to this fat broad. And it's like, hey, what's, how can I help you? And it's like, hey. Uh, or she goes, I just want to tell you. She got all nice about it. I was expecting her to be all fired up, right? And she's like, I just want to tell you that, you know, we were in the movie, the Lego movie, and um, the sound was very low. Uh, there's a lot of kids making noises. And she's like, oh, there's too much noise. And I said, and I had to jump in. I was like, well, the kids were making noise on top of the movie being too low. You couldn't barely hear it. It sounded like the, the surround sound wasn't even working by us. Oh, well, let me call my manager. And it's like, oh, fuck. Here comes uh, the manager. The manager is some young, skinny, tiny girl, you know? Look like she looked like she'd be, she should be mopping puke in the bathrooms, right? And she comes up, I'm going to help you. We tell her, and then she's like, okay, um, I'm sorry about that. Let me go ahead and give you two complimentary passes. And my wife goes, this is fucking beautiful. I loved it. She goes, there's four of us. <laughs> We have our two kids with us, too. So do you think we can get four? Oh, uh, okay. And she looked like she didn't want to, but uh, she handed us two more extra passes. Like, yes, that's another reason why my woman makes me proud. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, yeah, we got four free. So we pretty much got, I don't think we're going to take the kids back to the movies. You know, I think I'd rather use them for us. We basically got three movies for the price of one. And I don't feel so bad about that $40 anymore. <laughs> All you got to do is complain about something and try to get free passes. There you go, everybody. And you know what? While we're on the subject, let me give you one more movie con. Okay? James Karma. 
Is it car will karma get me if I tell you how to cheat the system? Or won't it get you because you cheat the system? I don't fucking know how this works. I'm just gonna say that I'm I'm safe. <laughs> the thing I used to do, I think I mentioned it before on the show, uh, when I was younger, but I I won't do it no more because I don't know. It, it seems wrong now. But you can do it. You once you get the tickets, I, I this is mostly like AMC. Once you get the tickets for the movie, they also give you a um a receipt that is the same size as the ticket. It's printed on the same fucking paper that pops out. So what I would do is you go on with like, you know, you and your woman. I would hold one of the tickets and put the receipt behind it. Most of the time, they won't even look at the second one. They'll feel there's more than one in their hand. And they'll just look at the top one, rip it, and say, theater 90 or left, and throw them in the, little, in the little box they got there. And then you have the extra ticket. And after the movie's over, you go to the booth and go, you know what? I bought this ticket. My friend couldn't make it. And so, uh, you know, can I get the money back for this one? And it worked every time. <laughs> and that's been Criminal 101. All right, now on to the Lesbos. The, uh, the, the song in the Lego movie, it's called, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it says everything is awesome all the time. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're not on a team. Everything is awesome. <laughs> So it's uh, I didn't know this at the time, but I, I've I've later found out it's come to my attention that th that song was written by none other than Lesbo Twin Sister Sensations Tegan and Sarah. James, who's Tegan and Sarah? Like you don't know. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. They sing that song. Uh, I'm sure you know this one. I just want back in your head. Do 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 do. I just want back in your head. So, <laughs> uh, that song is pretty catchy. Uh, I have to admit. Uh, uh, well, how's this? How's the rest of it go? Um, I may be faithful, but I stray. Oh boy, she's telling you she's gonna cheat on you. With another girl, because they're lesbians. My question is, how how do you have twin daughters? And how are they both lesbians? And how are they both musicians and songwriters? Because they're twins, James. I don't buy that. So if you have a twin that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's gay, they're both going to be gay? Or is this just a unique scenario i don't know i just think that's very odd that they're so alike <laughs> because twins aren't supposed to be okay I, I in high school i knew there was actually quite a bit of, of twins in my high school i didn't know them all but the ones i did know there was two uh these, these uh, obviously there was two there was these guys names danny and james right they were way fucking different all right danny was more like uh you know uh, like jockey, jock type dude. Not really a jock, but you know, he liked to fuck around. He liked to joke around. He had a pretty cool sense of humor. Um, <laughs> he was like a silly little bitch. But uh, and then his brother was like a smart dude. You know, wore glasses. Uh, was in a band. I don't know if he was in drama also, but like the artsy type, way different, the opposite. Okay, so don't tell me. Don't sit there and try to tell me. Because they're twins, they're uh, extremely alike. Because I beg to... It matters not, sir! <laughs> For my findings, and what I mean is that one set of twins named Danny and James, that's what I'm taking from this. But, uh... Man, you know, I kind of wish I had twins. You just get them all right out of the way, the first shot. You know, the woman, your wife only has to go through it once. No, not the whole thing all over again for a second kid. You got two right there in the right, bing, bang, boom! Right there. First time. But there is the fucking thing where you got to dress them alike, right? And you got to name them like, like Stevie and Stovie. Oh, Stevie and Stovie. <laughs> Stevie and Stovie. Where the fuck that come from? Or if they're like a girl and a boy, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, Maddie and Patty. That doesn't work. Uh, let's see what Johnny and, and Bonnie. That's a good one. Johnny, Johnny and Bonnie. Stop throwing sand at the Miller kids. So, uh, yeah, there is that. I wouldn't... Uh, I fucking hate when they dress twins alike. What's the point of that shit? You're already from the beginning telling them that they have no identity, no separate identity. 
You know what? I'm just going to move on, huh? <laughs> uh, anyways, James, <sighs> again with you. What? Is that a new root beer you're drinking? As a matter of fact, it is. I thought so. <laughs> this is. Now it's time for This Week in Root Beer. Oh, boy. Everyone's favorite segment. This week. As you may or may not know, it does not matter to me or anybody else. Uh, I've recently finished off my variety pack that I purchased from Bevmo, and it was horrible. <laughs> All five flavors were no good, and A&W root beer was still in the lead. Okay. I said was because there's a new contender. James, get out of town. There might be something that can compete with your beloved A&W root beer. Let's get something straight. I'm not saying A&W is the best root beer. I'm saying so far in my stupid taste testing I'm doing on, this, on these shows, that one is in the lead. Okay? That one and the other one that was good was... Uh, shit. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the name, but it had a cowboy on it. That one was pretty good. And now, now, next up, we got here is IBC. That's right. When you go to the store, I'm talking about like Vons or uh, Ralph's or whatever the fuck you shop. You can get sodas in, you know, in the cans, in the boxes, or in a two liter. Uh, yeah, most of, the, most of them are I like that. But these ones, uh, these, the, the A&W come in, <clears throat> come in like a six pack of... 16.9 ounce bottles and the other ones you can get are IBC you can get in a six pack also anyway there's a few of them there's not too many though you can get like this uh they're usually like in the sit in the, in the two liter and there's not too many variety so this one is out there for you to find and it's damn good I like it and I'm telling you it's it, it's got a it's got like a more of like a manly taste to it I don't know. I really don't know how to explain it more than that. You, you drink A&W and it's fucking, that's good. That's a good soda. You know what? Robert, Bobbert, he put me down the other day saying that it was, uh, what do you call it? It's vile. <laughs> whatever. Whatever he said. I forgot. I have got a bad memory. He put it down. A&W said it was shit pretty much. But uh, I don't know what he's talking about. It's pretty good, I think. And I, I had people here and they had it too. And they said it was good as well. Super dick. Dick. Doesn't really drink soda too often, or he said he doesn't really drink root beer at all, and he's like, that's a pretty good root beer. And so well, there you go. Super dick approved. All right? That means something in my book. So, But this one, you know, this one has more of a manly taste. That's all I'm going to say about it. When you drink it, you taste like, it tastes like you're drinking man. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Oh, James, go on. Of course you'd want me to go on. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. So, uh, IBC. Good. Finally, we're getting somewhere, huh? Finally. Oh, and uh, and speaking of root beer, let me add something real quick. Peterson, 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 uh, on the net files gave me a little bit of a shout out because he drank, he tested this new root beer, and I don't know if I can get behind this one. They're raving about it. I guess I'll have to be the judge. Uh, what's it called? Hold on, I wrote it down. Uh, hold on, almost there. The dang. Dang? Or the dang? Like, dang, that's good stuff. That kind of, it's butterscotch root beer. Sounds kind of weird to me. I don't know if I want, like, that's not really fruit. Like a candy flavored soda. I don't fucking know. Sounds kind of gross, but they're raving about it. And so I'm going to have to, uh, you know what, Peterson, I really hope that you bring me a sample of that at your fancy pants birthday extravaganza coming up this Sunday. That's right, everybody, this Sunday, he wants me to meet him at the park. And that's not an invitation from my friend over here. Yeah, I'm looking at you. James, what are you implying? Nothing. He wants me uh, and uh, <laughs> another crowd of people to meet him at the park and celebrate his another year on this planet, Mr. 37 years old. So look at that guy. So for your birthday, I want you to present me with a soda. Thank you. <laughs> and that was This Week in Root Beer. 
All right, let's move on. Recently, I watched, yes, I know, I shit all over it the last episode, or yeah, last episode, the Grammys, but I watched the Beatles tribute Grammys special, whatever the fuck it's called, which I did not know they recorded the night of the other Grammys. Okay? I thought it was going to be a new thing. I, I don't know. What, I don't even know, know what I thought. But uh, so it's kind of like a cop out because it's like, oh, the Beatles, 50 years after their uh, appearance on the Ed Sullivan show. The, it's going to be a good show, everybody. After their uh, 50 year anniversary, they're going to appear back in the same channel, right? I don't know. Same, whatever, dude. What do you want from me? They're going to be playing, they're going to be on TV again 50 years later. That's basically it. But they're going to be uh, a, trib- a tribute first before the remaining Beatles join, uh, take the stage. So, because it's kind of like a fuck, it's kind of cop out because it's not really filmed the same night. You know, it was filmed like, what, three weeks ago? That's bullshit. But, anyways, so because of that, I got to see. Mr. Asshole LL Cool J again licking his goddamn motherfucking lips. <laughs> oh, man. Right when it started, it's like, gentlemen, LL Cool J. I was like, oh, no, not again. And then uh, Maroon 5 went up there and butchered two songs. Goddamn, I don't like that dude. Sexiest man in the fucking world. Get out of here. That dude's... Ugh. Ugh, he's got that horrible voice. Oh, and then guess who came on and was acting eccentric as ever? Johnny Depp. Is anybody else like me and sick of this motherfucker? All right? Coming on with his stupid hat and his dumbass scarves and his fucking glasses and his nails painted different colors and all that shit. All right, dude, we get it. You're artsy and you're cool. (laughs) But he comes out, right? He seemed like he was high or trying to fuck around. I really don't know what was going on. He's like, I'm here to present, uh, or I'm here to announce the Beatles uh, 50 years ago. He came on TV. It's like, oh, Christ. Just get the, where's that thing? Do they still do that on the, uh, the Apollo <laughs> where they have that big, that big stick with a hook on it and they grab you and they pull you off the stage? <laughs> That's what they need to do. That motherfucker just yank him right off the stage. Anyway. And, uh, you know, Paul McCartney was sitting there and Ringo Starr was next to him. And I just was thinking, God, how horrible is it that this dude has to sit here? And, you know, he he knows the camera's going to keep looking at him. It's, it's their night, you know? How horrible is it that he's got to sit there and listen to all these people butcher their songs <laughs> and act like he's enjoying it? You know what I mean? He can't be enjoying it. Most of those songs were fucking... You know, I found that most people cannot cover the Beatles. No way, no how. I don't know what it is. Some of them can, but most of them cannot. So, uh, let me... There were were some people that killed it, don't get me wrong. But you don't want to hear about the good people. You want to hear about the bad ones, right? Oh, real quick, Katy Perry fucking nailed it. She sang some dumb song, but uh, I think she changed it. She changed uh, yesterday. She sang yesterday. The point I want to make about Katy Perry is that, you know, she has a cat named Kitty Perry. I just, I'm sorry. I just love that. As gay as it is. I love that. Kitty Perry. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so she, she sang. I think she's probably the best singer out of all those stupid chicks. Uh, Britney Spears and uh, what's the other ones? Jessica Simpson, uh, uh, and you know, whoever else is out there. She's got a pretty decent voice, I think. I always thought that they just souped her up in the studio, and you know, she was just a pretty rack to look at. But apparently, she's got the pipes also. Look at you. Look at you, Kitty Purry. All right, so, uh, oh, here we go. Oh, well, you know, let me compliment one more person. I'm sorry. Forgive me. John Mayer. That motherfucker can play the guitar. All right? He can play the guitar very well. He can shred. The only thing I hate about that dude is his stupid fucking faces he makes when he's singing and playing. Looks like he's like having orgasms every five seconds. Uh, anyways. The dude I'm tired of. 
is John Legend, okay? James, you're tired of everybody. I know. I mentioned about my anger last week. But John Legend, first of all, looks like a little boy all the time. He looks like a little boy looking up at you from like the playground. Can you push me, mister? Can you push me? And uh, he's up there and he's playing his piano. And Alicia Keys is there playing too. And they played this song, Let It Be. And they, uh, I'm fucking tired of it, dude. They really blacked it up. All right? You know what I'm talking about. They just drag it on. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. <laughs> Don't you know you can let it be? Fucking people. They're both going on so much. Alicia Keys was doing it worse, how she was like just uh, dragging out the words. To, to where she'd have to speed up the next line because she didn't have any time to fit all the words in and keep her timing. So she had to like rush through it. I fucking hate when people do that. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, but it's true. I don't like when they black it up. Don't black it up. You make it overdramatic. Just uh, why do the people got to change Beatles songs at all? Why do they got to make it their own? Just do it the way it's intended to be. All right. That's why we love the goddamn group. We don't want to hear your depressing, fucking slowed down version of it. All right, just play it the way it was meant, well, the way it was written and recorded. You know, you're having a tribute. You're not. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. God, I'm just being a fucking asshole this week, huh? I'm just. I'm in a bad. And I'm not even in the mood to do a fucking show, to be honest with you. But I. I feel like I need to be there for you guys. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, last thing. About the stupid fucking Grammys that I watched all of. <sighs> I feel so ashamed of myself for doing that. But Ringo, once again, Ringo, his drums were not even mic'd up. Some other dude who was off camera 95% of the time, he was, I think he was like a fat cholo. Or was it? No, 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 sorry, take it back. It was another guy. That was, that was another guy. There was a fat cholo Paul McCartney had drumming for him. But this guy, uh, I think he's a bald dude. He was drumming for Ringo, and they had him mic'd up. And I was paying attention, and every time Ringo would do like a little drum fill, you wouldn't hear it because his shit wasn't mic'd up. I don't know why that bothers me so much. Okay, is he too old? He can't play like he used to? Then don't have him sit there. <laughs> He's playing. <laughs> that really drove me nuts, man. And it, they don't even, they don't really hide it. The dudes, the other dudes playing. Like, how, how come no one addressed this? Anyway, I guess I'm the one that has to. I got to stand up and, and, and say it. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. I feel like this podcast is just bombing from the beginning. Like I told you, I'm not, I'm just not in the mood. I'm just, I'm just not in the mood for this. That sounds like a cop out, James. Say what you want while you're fucking yourself. All right. Because I don't want to hear it. Next up, uh, you know what? Speaking of show business, what's going on with Shia LaBeouf? That piece of shit no one likes anymore. He wore a paper bag over his head at a movie premiere. And it said, I'm, what did it say? I am no longer, uh, I'm not famous anymore. <laughs> In black Sharpie. The dude is also, it turns out he's missing a bottom tooth. <laughs> and then he went to like, he went to some press conference after the bag on his head, I think. And uh, he sat down and they asked him a question. <sighs> I just yawned during talking. Do you understand what I, do you understand what just happened? I hope you realize how, how much I do for you, all of you. <laughs> God damn, I don't think I've ever yawned during a podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is what it is, all right? This is what it is. You don't like it? Shut the fucking thing off. I don't care. Please don't. Please don't shut it off. But uh, anyways, where was I? Oh, he he copied. I don't know. Some soccer player. He said some seagull line and walked off the foot. Walked out. I don't. I don't know. The dude's cracking up. I think he might be retiring. Uh, thank the Lord. But uh, I think he's slipping. He's on drugs. Maybe he's on drugs. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of slipping. Speaking of slipping, slipping and a slipping. This asshole Sam Rubin in Channel Five News who I've always thought was an asshole. 
And uh, he finally, well, you know, I don't follow it. I don't know if he slipped up before, but uh, he really got called out <laughs> like a bitch. Uh, he, <laughs> he had Samuel L. Jackson on the show. He was going to interview him. And he mistakes him for Lawrence Fishburne. All right, the guy from The Matrix. So he asks him about a commercial in the Super Bowl where Lawrence Fishburne, he reprised his role as Morpheus. You take the red pill and you leave this state of mind. Whatever the fuck, however it goes. And so he, you know, this dickhead, <laughs> being an entertainment reporter, all right, for years, how many years has this guy been on that show doing entertainment? And he made that, I mean, it's easy for anybody else to make that kind of mistake, but this is his fucking job. And I love how Samuel L. Jackson reacts to it. And, uh, well, you know what? I'm just going to play the audio because it's awesome. Here we go. I, I tell you what, you working for Marvel, the Super Bowl commercial. Did you get a lot of reaction to that Super Bowl commercial? What Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> oh, you know what? I've been my mistake. I, you know, see, what? It, see, you're, you're as crazy as the people on Twitter. Right. I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> That's my fault. Oh, I know boy. that. That was my fault. How hard? Was Samuel Jackson refraining himself and saying, I'm not Lawrence Fishburne, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's carry on. Uh, my mistake. You know what? We uh, don't all look alike. Flavie, you're exactly we may be right. all black and famous. You are guilty. I am, I, I am guilty. Um, I, am I am guilty. He thought guilty, you were Bob guilty. Dylan. Right. <laughs> you're the entertainment reporter? I know. You're the mind. entertainment reporter right. for this station? Flog. And you don't know the difference between I know. me and Lawrence my, my mistake. Uh, my mistake. I apologize. Gosh. Really, my big mistake. Let's talk about... That must be uh, a very short line for your job. I'll say it. No, His co-anchors are laughing. Another person to sit right here. <laughs> Let's talk about Robocop. Oh, hell no. <laughs> really? Oh, really? My, I apologize. But I'm the other guy. But I'm the other guy. The I'm, other one. What's right. in your wallet? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I'm exactly right. That's There's more than one black guy doing a commercial. Oh. There it is. No question about that. Uh, I'm the two... what's in your wallet black guy. Okay. He's the car black guy. There it is. Morgan Freeman is the other credit card black guy. <laughs> you only hear his voice though, so there. you probably won't confuse him with Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. You're exact. You're out. You're 100 percent right. Uh, to Robocop, are you a heavyweight black guy that's like putting cash down in the seats in a, in a baseball stadium, but he's also the black guy that turns off the house, the water, and the lights when his kid tells him the house is cool. I'm not that guy either. <laughs> do we want to do a list of all the people that you're not? And I've actually never done a McDonald's or a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial. I know that's surprising. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, man. Uh, to the original, and I'm the uh, only black guy in <laughs> RoboCop that's not a criminal, okay. other than Michael K. White. Anyway, it's obviously a great cast, and this director does have some extraordinary critics. As, as, you as do you... know who they all are, though, right? Yes, I do. I mean, just in case they have some of them on the show. <laughs> Do some I work. I won't make the do same some research. You make sure what? you don't confuse them with those other white actors. That are out there. <laughs> this is a well-deserved spanking. Thank you for it. Uh, you. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> All right, let's get into something different now. Let's change it up. Let's talk about sexy stuff. Sexy stuff, James. Did that get your ears perked up? A little bit. Why? Because sexy stuff is interesting to me. As it is to many others. Let me ask all of you a question. I know you can't answer me, but just think about it. Can every guy be sexy? Does every guy have the capability to be sexy? Think about that. All right. If you uh, are a woman, think about your guy. Can he be sexy? If you're Lido, think about your guy. Can he be sexy? Because I was thinking about this, and uh, I don't, you know, I I don't think. I told my wife. Uh, I asked her the same question, and I said, "I don't think I'm. I don't think I could be sexy." And she goes, "Yes, you can." I was like, nah, I think I'd feel stupid trying to be sexy. 
I'd be too self-conscious about it if I'm trying to be sexy. You know what I mean? I think it takes a whole nother kind of guy. Maybe uh, women just find things you do sexy, but I'm talking like, I'm talking like straight up. If you if you're trying to like be seductive and shit to a woman, you know what I mean? Trying to turn around by the shit you're doing, or I mean by the way that like you're looking at them or the way you're moving. <laughs> I would feel stupid. I don't know. I mean, I can talk to a woman, and. Maybe they think like, oh, this guy's sexy because he has, you know, he's very charming. <laughs> I've gotten that before, but I couldn't like physically try to be sexy. I don't know. It sounds weird. I would fail. Try to like, <laughs> maybe you got to have like a really like solid body. Yeah, that's probably why. If you had like a really solid body, you could probably pull it off. I really don't know what the fuck I'm going with this. To be honest with you, I was just thinking like, does every guy have the potential to be sexy to somebody or are most guys just unsexy? Because <laughs> there's a, you know, there's that talk about women, how there's some women that are hot. There's some women that are, you know, pretty. There's all these stages. Is she sexy? Sexy, you don't really have to be pretty, but you could be sexy. You know what I mean? I, I don't fucking know. It, does it work for guys? He's not good looking, but he's sexy. <laughs> no, I don't know. Get back to me. Let me know what you think. What are your findings? But uh, speaking of sexy, let's talk about sexy time. Oh, James. Oh, James. What are you? What are you doing? There's nothing sexier than talking about sexy time. You know what? I don't like the way you're looking at me. You just uh, turn around, face the wall. Face the wall. All right, stay over there. Don't don't look over here. Uh, my wife recently was uh, in her lady days. James, what's lady days? I think you know goddamn well what lady days is. It's on the period. That's what I thought. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I, I'm, I'm sure you've noticed if you have a woman, especially if you're married, just saying because you're more, uh, you know, you live with the woman, most likely. And you're, you know, you're used to things. So, I don't know if you've noticed this. But, well, first of all, have you heard of the thing called pheromones? It's like the, I don't know. It's the thing, it's the, everyone has their own pheromones. And apparently, the way you're a good match for somebody is if you click. And the way you click is through pheromones, apparently. And I think it has to do with your nose. I don't fucking know. People give off certain scents. And uh, <clears throat> and some scents you really pick up on. And some of them you don't. But uh, anyways. I think my woman. Well, I know she does. Like towards like the ending end of her lady days. I think she starts releasing these pheromones that are like, hey, come and get it. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like nature's way of, hey, dude, she's ready. Go handle it. You know what I mean? And she was looking like extra better. She always looks extra better around that time. I'm telling you, it's, it's not in my fucking head. It's science. The, girl, the women look more, uh, more appealing to men. Like their skin looks better and blah, blah, blah. Because they want to get <laughs> impregnated immediately. And so anyways, I'm just going to say that it, it happens a lot. But this last time, last, this last week, it's like she, she had this, this extra potent release because I was like a fucking crazed maniac. I'm not kidding you. And uh, she wasn't done with her lady days. So <laughs> I, let's just say I had to take care of myself many, many times because I was like a fucking rabid dog. Just like, uh, uh. <laughs> and then she'd be at work and I would just have to, trust me, I had to, I had to tame the beast on my own. It was just too much. It's fucking retarded. Crazy. How much of a horned devil I was. Yes, I said horned devil. 
so anyways, uh, I'm just thinking, is this nature's way of like really trying to get me to give a give her a baby? Because I'll tell you what, when I finally, when I finally took her into my bed, <laughs> I was like, I was in the mind frame of like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for it. I don't even care. Something came over me, and then I just told her like, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> She's like, No, you're not. <laughs> So uh, she saved baby number three. That's right. But James, isn't she on birth control pills? No, she's not. Because she doesn't like the way it affects her. I don't know. I don't blame her. You're putting chemicals in your body that's not normal. It's doing different shit. It is a little scary. But you know what? I don't think this is any of your goddamn business. Now that I think about it. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think nature really wants me to have another baby. I really think that's what's going to happen. You can have another baby, James? No. I'm just telling you, nature wants it. And the world does, too. So, uh, I just thought that was fucking crazy. Do you feel the same, gentlemen? When your lady is nearing her end, the end of her period, does she look better to you? Lady days? Sorry. Not period. That's ugly. It's lady days. Does she look better to you? Is she putting off this vibe that you just want to fuck her really badly? <laughs> Does she look hotter to you? I don't know. Is it all in my head? I don't think it is. Like I said, it's science. 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 Let me know. Let me know your personal uh, sexual stories. <laughs> I'm like your friend, all right? You can tell me anything. Dangerhour at yahoo.com. No one else will know. Just me and you. All right, let's move on. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I found a phone number in the bathroom of a church. James, what were you doing in the bathroom of a church? Had to pee. I mean, what were you doing in a church? You're not religious. You know what? The story behind that is not important. It's not to have any relevance either. But when I was in the bathroom, I walked into a stall. And on the wall was written... For a holy time, call, and it had a number there. So, I wrote down the number. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's some, like, gay dude who's using that wall in the bathroom. You know, it's like, a, it's like a pun because we're in a church, you know what I mean? The bathroom's in a church, so it's like a holy. You know what I'm getting at. It's butthole. So, uh, I'm, I'm expecting when I call this number that... Some dude's going to answer, and it's going to get a little, a little, emotions are going to run high, and I might get a little moist. So let's give it a shot. Let me go in and call right now. Hold on. Hello, James. Uh, <laughs> who's this? God. God? How'd you, know, how'd you know my name? Do you have caller ID? No, I'm God. But why do you sound like me with a deeper voice? If you heard my real voice, you would go deaf. I am the voice of God through your filter. Oh. Hmm. I'm sorry, God, I don't mean to offend you if you really are God, but how do I know you are really God? Ask me a question. If I don't know the answer, then I'm not God. Fair enough. All right, here we go. What am I looking at right now? You are looking at a poster of Tom Selleck dousing himself with a water hose Next to his Magnum P.I. red Ferrari. Wow. Wow, you included all the details. Very good. Wow, you are the real God. That I am. That's incredible. Wait, no, why did you write your number or have someone put your number in a, a bathroom saying for a holy time? I like to mess with people occasionally. Wouldn't you do the same thing if you were me? Wow. 
I always knew you had a good sense of humor. I mean, you have to, right? Right. Now, I don't have all night. I have to go punish some Catholics. So you can ask me three questions, and I will answer them. Three questions, that is all. You kind of sound like a genie, God. Every story has a bit of truth to it. That's all I will say about that. All right. So you're really going to answer three questions? Any questions that I have? Yes, that's one. Ah, that's trickery, God. You were not paying attention. It is not my fault that you already asked a question. I will smite you down if you take that insolent tone once again. I'm, s I'm sorry. Ah, I'm just kidding. What's your next question? Let's, let's, let's hurry this up here. <laughs> all right, all right. Should I have another child, God? Yes. Really? You should have many children. Um, well, my wife doesn't really want to... Who said anything about your wife? Oh. Oh. Wait. Isn't that like a big sin to uh, impregnate other women? She doesn't have to know. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. Next question, I guess, uh... It's your last question. Make it a good one. Anything at all from any time and any shape of the universe. All right. Here's my last question. Is the Superman-Batman movie going to suck? That is your question? Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a big deal. Everyone's talking about it. It will surprise all of you. I will see you once again another time! Dude. He didn't even answer my question, really. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Alright, maybe next time I'll call God again. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that if I dial the number again, he'll have to give me three more questions, right? I can just keep calling over and over again if I really wanted to. Alright, let's go ahead and wrap this fucking thing up with... I fancy that. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy times. All right. I fancy that. Starts with... Uh, the people of Rosemead. Who saw that coming, everybody? James, what does that mean? I'm going to say something real quick. And it's going to be racist. Because that's the way you're going to take it. It's probably because it's the way it's going to sound. <laughs> but the city of Rosemead is completely infested with Asians. James, you're making them sound like they're insects by using the word infested. Well, you are going to decide what you want. But that's not what I intended it to sound like. But they are crawling all over the whole city. <laughs> anyway. So they're all over that city. They're all over Monterey Park. They're all over El Monte. They're all over San Gabriel. They're all over uh, all, all, that, all that area. Hacienda Heights, Ro um, Roland Heights. They're everywhere, okay? So for work, I'm, I'm all over the place. I was in Pasadena. I'm in all the ones I mentioned. Except for Hacienda Heights and Roland Heights. That's where I live. But, uh... So I'm all over all kinds of cities, and Rosemead, by far, were the nicest people of every other city I've been in. And now, you wouldn't think so, because most of them, the Asians, I mean, uh, most Asians that, are, that don't really speak English, they really seem like they have no sense of humor. They seem like they have, like, just stone faces. They don't have any, like, expressions or anything. I'm telling you from experience, a lot of these people just seem like a, a totally alien compared to you know, like you know the U.S. and how people are here. And a lot of them are quiet, you know they they don't want to be bothered and blah blah blah. But the ones in in I sound like I'm really fucking racist right now. I know it. But the ones over here, <laughs> but the people in Rosemead. Um, a lot of them don't really. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck they're from. I don't know if it's what's different. I really don't get it. 
but so so excited to see you like wanting to offer you gifts like just genuinely happy you know what i mean oh hi oh waving come in this and that uh it's really crazy the difference i mean and, and you know they're giving me gifts they're giving me drinks giving me food you know it's really nuts so uh surprising but uh, it's it's really cool too to be in a city where the majority of the people are very warm and like engaging and happy to fucking see you instead of like no. <laughs> so uh, yeah, being surprised, being surprised in a good way, being uh, welcome and invited in. Look at that, Rosemead. The people of Rosemead. I fancy that. And next up, because I'm alone, I give you two. This is going to make me sound extremely soft. Some of you hard guys, <laughs> hard guys, some of you tough guys might even say I'm a fag. But uh, I don't think, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go and stick with that one. My children. One of my favorite things in life, easily, hands down, the favorite things in life for me at this moment in my life is cuddling with my kids. Oh, James, that's lovely. It is lovely. I like laying on the couch, watching a movie, and the kids are in each of my arms. They will jump into my like my arms while I'm if I go lay on the couch, it's just a matter of time before they're jumping on me and and, and snuggling up next to me. And goddamn, it's the greatest thing. They're little kids, six and four. It's not gonna last forever. I'm appreciating the shit out of it. I fucking love it. I love it. I love cuddling. <laughs> I'm a grown man. And I'm doing this radio show. And I'm admitting before all of you that I love cuddling. My wife too. But mostly my kids. Because my wife doesn't really like... She's not even a cuddling type person. She wants me to stay away. <laughs> she likes her space. But uh, the kids, man, and I even have this thing I do. I call them my cuddle buddies, right? I even made up a, new, a little slogan for us. So if I lay down on the couch and I finally relax, I take a shower, I come out, we eat dinner, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, time to watch a little something at the end of the night. Sit down and relax. I'll, uh, I'll lay on the couch. And if they're not paying attention, I'll go, this is exactly what I say. Cuddle buddies, get to work! And they'll both immediately run and jump onto me. And they snuggle up, they get all fucking nice and in there. And uh, goddamn, it's great. It's great! I fucking love it. Oh man, I know it's going to end. So I'm just going to appreciate the shit out of it right now. So, man, look at that. A fancy full of love. Love from the people of Rosemead. And love in the cuddle... In the form of cuddling from my children, the Cuddle Buddies. Get to work! And I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of line. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you! Oh, yeah. All right. I end every show with the famous fuck you moment, and this show is no different. Let me start by saying I do not have two. I only have one. It will have to suffice. Uh, I apologize. I couldn't think of anything else because I'm not that angry lately. I'm full of cuddling and, and community love. <laughs> and uh, I got all my hatred out from all the other shit I said earlier. So now I'm just full of love. So... Only one fuck you, and it goes to... This is a good one. Uh, you know what? I might have even used it in the past. I really don't think so, but uh, I might be guilty of recycling. But it, I'm saying it again because it happened again recently. Fuck you to people that say they are diehard fans of a band, yet they miss they missed a type or say song titles. Lyrics that are popular, 
And let me let me just one up you with this. Don't even know the song of the musicians when they hear it. James, what's some examples of this? <laughs> okay. Uh there was this chick recently where you know the Beatles are a big thing right now because it's 50 years. So someone posted <clears throat> posted about the Beatles. And then some other girl's like, oh, I love the Beatles. I love Strawberry Hills. It's like, what? <laughs> Strawberry Hills? I'm like, she's like, I'm a diehard, diehard fan. I love everything. I especially like Strawberry Hills. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that some kind of like song I don't even fucking know about that they recorded? Because, you know, I, I love the Beatles. But uh, I'm not going to go out and say I'm a diehard fan because I don't. To me, a diehard fan, it's like you have if you're gonna fucking say die hard, all right, that's like the platinum edition, right? You're not just a fan, you're not a big fan, you're not a mega fan. I'm a diehard fan. To me, that implies you have every album, you fucking have posters all over your walls. You know what I mean? You've oh well, not the Beatles, but let's say uh fuck it, let's say it's the Beatles. You have like memorabilia, you know, you, you know, you know what I mean? Come on. You have all the vinyl, you have, you have every album, like on every media, like, you know, you get the CDs, you get the vinyl, you get the tapes, you got all of it because you're such a diehard fan. You know, every fucking song, you know, every word, you can play every song. That's like what I'm talking about. You, you wear their shirts, you got the fucking sticker in your car. That's a diehard ass fan. You got all the anthology, all that shit. You got all these videos. You got everything about the fucking Beatles. That's a super diehard fan. Okay, that's a, yeah, I guess that's a super diehard. Diehard is like, you got to know your shit. So, <laughs> it's not Strawberry Hill, all right? It's Strawberry Fields. Forever. Forever. So, uh, yeah, that was funny to me. And then she misquoted the fucking song. <laughs> Another song. I just thought that show, I thought it was fun. It was really, it's really funny, to be honest. Someone says they're a diehard and they make some, stu- like, I'm not a diehard. And I totally spotted, like, three errors that she made. <laughs> but the other thing, too, this happened a long time ago. We were, it was the same night, all right? We, uh, it was a group of us. I had some friends over. We were talking, and this guy who I didn't really know too well he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm a huge Rolling Stones fan. They're like my favorite band. They, I've even seen them in concert. It was a great show. I love the Rolling Stones. Blah blah blah. Right. So a little bit later in the night, I had the I had the uh, the iPod plugged in. I was playing random songs and shit. So I walk up and I and I put on. The Rolling Stones song, Give Me Shelter. Popular song. I, I start playing it. I go, hey, buddy, this one's for you. It starts playing, like, for a good amount of time. And he goes, who is that? <laughs> oh, Christ. I think I forgot to mention that he said he's a diehard Rolling Stones fan, too. That diehard thing really gets me. And I look at my other buddy who is who knows he's a he's a good music guy. He looks at me and we're like, we just start laughing. It was hilarious, dude. Who who is it? I'm like, it's the, it's it's the Rolling Stones, man. <laughs> really? I don't really know that song. It's like this is this is like their best fucking song. <laughs> Die hard. So yeah, you get it. You get the point. I don't even know if the I wouldn't call them what are they posers. I just don't like that. You're calling yourself diehard and you don't know some like basic shit. All right. So, yeah, come on. Come on. That's This is a good one. You know it. You can get behind it. And to close that out, I got to say, hey, hey, non-diehard fans. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. It's finally that time to say goodbye. It's finally that time to say goodbye. It's been such a lovely time, but I must go away from you and sleep tonight. 
Cause I work tomorrow. All right. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. But uh, hey, thank you for joining me. And maybe I'll see you again sometime. Until next time, I say. Stay dangerous, my friends. Later. Thank you.